As many of you know, here at St. Joe's, there's a long-standing tradition that on Father's Day, a father is invited up just to share a little bit about the role of faith in his life as dad and father. Uh, don't worry, the moms get their turns as well, Mother's Day. But tonight we're honored uh, to hear from Paul Menino. I believe he's with us. Come on down. Please join me in welcoming Paul. Thank you, Father. Hello and good afternoon, everybody, and I hope you're having a great weekend. Father Martin asked me to speak about what it means to be a Catholic father and fatherhood in general. It's nice to see a few familiar faces out there, but for those of you that don't know me, I'm Paul Menino. I've been a parishioner here at St. Joe's for about two years, and I'm also blessed to be the father of four truly wonderful children. Joseph, my oldest, who is 25, off building his life and happens to live in Italy, and I'm very envious about that. Gina, who's 23 and is planning and working on her path. Sophia, who is 19, who was born with Down syndrome and autism. She's truly an angel from God and is always up for music, fun, and just a lot of laughter. And finally, Anthony, who is 14, bringing up the rear, who just graduated from St. Joe's here and is off to Carmel Catholic this fall. Both Anthony and Sophia are with me here today, sitting in the back pew over there, as Catholics typically do. <laughs> now, when I was growing up, my dad made fatherhood look easy. When I was young, I unknowingly took most of what he did as a father for granted. I naturally assumed his selfless giving, his sacrifices, his calm approach towards my mistakes, and yeah, I had a lot of those, and love for me would always be there, and it was. But isn't that what a father should do for his kids? Only when I was older and had my own children did I begin to understand the hard work and the intentionality of my father's efforts based on his love for us and his faith. And slowly over time, I reflected on and learned the lessons my father was teaching me over 20 years earlier. Now, I'll never have a chance to repay him for everything he had done for me, but that's okay, he never wanted that. He just loved being a father, and he wanted me just to be a man of faith. But over a year ago, when he passed, I did have the wonderful opportunity and the pleasure to honor him by planning his funeral, an event filled with family, with faith, and with friends, which was the way he lived his life. He served those he loved. Being a father and teaching children about faith in today's world is a challenge, especially since faith is often scrutinized and compared with many secular alternatives and the inevitable screen time. I find unique ways to talk about faith with my children, always investing in one-on-one -on -one time, using a soft sell, never the hard push, because while I'm blessed with four great children, they're also four very independently-minded children. While I choose my moments carefully, I try to never miss a teaching moment with them. Most of these moments involve how I live my life with my four children watching as spectators and asking themselves, what's dad doing and why is he doing this? And if I'm lucky, I help them understand a life built on a foundation of faith 
and loving those God put in front of us brings joy and peace and love into life and into a home. Occasionally, there are those moments when I actually have to say something to my kids. And that's when my daughter, Gina, usually rolls her eyes and says, Dad, not another speech. And I never cease to be astonished at how they recall the smallest details from a long past event to offer a counterpoint to my message. But over time, I've learned to ask for God's help before I preach to them. And when the moment's over and I'm done congratulating myself on a good job, I pause and I thank God who makes all the great, comes, great outcomes truly possible. Now, God gave me certain talents, most of which are applicable to the business world, and I'm pretty good at using those. However, these talents and the talents needed for fatherhood don't really overlap very much. Through challenges and some trial and error, I learned and I filled some gaps and connected the dots, eventually turning to my faith to lead my actions as a father. When I was young, it was my mother that taught me, do your part and leave God up to the rest. And I never really realized just what an important lesson that was until I tried it. And God stepped in, you know, with help from so many others, my parish, other men I found in the men's ministry I participate in, teens ministries for my older children, service projects and mission trips, pilgrimages, and lots of one-on-one -on -one time with my kids. And when I was in need, God was there always, which is pretty much sums up the model for fatherhood. Somehow after years of effort and help and self-doubt, and amidst the busyness of my life, my children are growing up with, with solid faith foundations. And I'm very proud of them. And while I'm proud of their academic, athletic, professional, and other accomplishments, the greatest reward I have is the sense of peace and joy that I get when I see the great Christians they have become. At first, I was a bit surprised to see their faith in action, and I asked myself, whose kids are these and what happened to my kids? But now when I witness it, it's clearly God working through them. For example, I had the opportunity to spend a day listening and talking with my oldest son, Joe, about faith, about faith witnesses from other men when he asked me to attend the Men of Christ conference with him. A few years later, he asked me how he can start a ministry for young Catholic men at his college, similar to the men's ministry I belong to. For three months during COVID in 2020, my oldest daughter, Gina, came to daily mass with me at 6.30 every morning, which gave us close one-on-one -on -one time together to share the word and share the Eucharist amidst a lot of fear and uncertainty in the early pandemic. Although I don't think she was too happy with me when she found out there was an 8.30 mass a.m. every day. <laughs> and when my father was passing in March, 2021, it was my son, Anthony, who paused and saw my fear and my challenges and then reminded me not to be sad because my father will be with God soon. And we have to remember the good times, which reminded me of the everlasting joy that awaits all of us when we're with God in heaven. And during weekend mass, such as this one, you know, I witnessed the gentleness of Anthony's love for his older sister, Sophia, as he helps her make the sign of the cross and fold her hands during mass. And when you're in moments like these, experiencing your children's faith in action, you realize as a father, 
how these moments truly rise above all, or, all other moments as a father. When I experience this, I know my children will be okay in life, no matter what challenges come their way. And I'm so thankful to God and to everybody that has been part of their faith formations. I love being a father. It is my ministry, it's my legacy, it's one of my greatest joys in life. One of the best parts of fatherhood is the job never stops changing and growing. Last August, I had the opportunity to welcome an incredible young faith-filled woman, Samantha, to the family when she and my son were married. And this coming August, I'm blessed with the arrival of my first grandchild. Now I don't know anything about being a grandfather, but I'll lean on God a little more, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Plus, I get to use all my dad jokes over again. <laughs> I am truly blessed as a father. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great evening and have a great weekend. God bless you.